0: Hello and welcome to our radio program, The Time for Intercession, is now. Brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International, Shop 12 Block AAJ's Complex, 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. Let's join Rev. Andrew Green as he shares on Part 1 of the topic, Harnessing the Power of the Holy Spirit.
1: Ephesians 4.30, it says, Don't give the Holy Spirit any reason to be upset with you. He has put his seal on you for the day you will be set free from the world of sin. He has put his seal upon us. So the word of God said, because we are sealed, we have the potential to harness the power. Because we have the potential to harness the power, we should not allow the Holy Spirit to be upset with us. Meaning we should not dabble again in in the carnal nature we should not allow it to be a part of us no lot and part with us we must ensure that we discipline ourselves that the integrity of god will be seen the third component regarding the holy spirit being harnessed in our lives the bible tells us regarding the harness of the holy spirit we are commanded to harness the power of the holy spirit by not becoming layback back in our dedication to the word of god some of us, we are really layback back when it comes down to the Word. We have become familiar with the Word, so we stop studying the Word. The Word of God says us from the book of Acts 7, verse 51. How stubborn can you be? How stubborn can you be? How can you be so heartless and be disobedient? You are just like your ancestors. They always oppose the Holy Spirit, and so do you. And so do you. So when we become layback. back, because we fail to be dedicated in terms of our reading, in terms of our meditation on the word day and night. It caused us now to start opposing the Holy Spirit. The very same Holy Spirit that helped us in the early days in harnessing the power to resist the devil. We now become an enemy of God because of the futility of our minds. So the word tells us we should not oppose the Holy Spirit. He is there to guide us. He's called the paracletus. He's called the comforter. He's there to guide us into all truth. So the word makes itself clear. Again, it further defines itself regarding not becoming layback in our dedication to the word of God. In 1 Thessalonians 5.19, it says, don't put your spirit fire out. Don't put out the spirit's fire, the Holy Spirit's fire. It is easy for us to throw a wet blanket over the fire of God. One, because of the old Adamic nature. Two, because of the constant opposing of the Holy Spirit. Okay, Opposing the Holy Spirit is simply living in denial regarding his manifestation, his work. Not paying attention to what he wants you to do. And then we become now children that are classified as being disobedient. So the word says, don't put out the Spirit's fire. That's the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So the word is not saying we should not put him out we must constantly do what study to show ourselves approve unto god that we become a workman or a workwoman that will not need to be ashamed why? We are dedicated to the word, we are not laid back, and as a result, the word now works on our behalf. The word is sharp, it is powerful, the word is able to undergird us, the word is able to strengthen us to advance ourselves. The word must become a part of our flesh where grace and truth will be seen. And the fourth component regarding the commandment that have been given to our highness the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit. We should do this by living every day in the power of the Holy Spirit. We should do this by living every minute, every second, every hour, the complete day, each month, in the power of the Holy Spirit. It's very important that we live. In other words, walk in the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. He has already flooded our spirit, man. So again, once you have the word, Once you're totally surrendered to the word, then you find him now being able to direct us. The word now becomes the lamp to our feet, the light to our path, to ensure that we stay on the narrow path. This is what the scripture says. Many are are on the broad path because they have been deceived, because they have become laid back. But once you walk in the spirit, the Holy Spirit now will ensure that the power of God manifests itself through you because the power is there to ensure that your days are sustained the word says the joy of the Lord brings strength as we go through the day. Now Galatians 6 verses seventy-eight brings us out. Make no mistake about this. You can never make a fool out of God. Make no mistake about this. We can never make a fool out of God. Whatever you plant is what you will harvest. If you plant in the soil of your corrupt nature, you will harvest destruction. But if you plant in the soil of your spiritual nature, you will harvest everlasting life. This is what the word of God is saying. The King James Version says it like this. Be not deceived. God cannot be mocked. Whatever seed you sow, that you're going to reap. So if you sow into your daily life the word of God. It nourishes. For some persons, it's like milk. For some, it's like bread. For some, it's like solid food. But once you partake of it, it ensures that you never hunger again it ensures that you never thirst again it's there to energize our body and bring us forward it enables us not to walk in the carnal nature because we are not going to be sowing into the carnal nature we sow into the spirit nature and once we follow the law of sowing and reaping the word says in Genesis eight twenty-two: while the earth remains there will always be a seed time and a harvest so there's a seed cycle The seed cycle is saying, once you live, you're actually investing in the Holy Spirit. That means, somewhere along the line, you're going to get back some seeds out of what you have sown. The law of sowing and reaping, it tells us that once you give into the soil, the good soil, you'll get back 30 times more, 60 times more, or 100 times more. In Galatians 5.16, this is what it tells us regarding living every day. In the power of the holy spirit it said let let me examine further live your life as your spiritual nature directs you then you will never follow through on what your corrupt nature wants live your life as your spiritual nature directs you again if we are rebellious to the holy spirit your spirit nature cannot direct you so the word is saying everything that we have is in christ Everything that we have to be unfolded is embedded also in the Holy Spirit. So we have to live in order not to fulfill the loss of the flesh, but to fulfill the word that God has laid on our hearts. Again, when we live in fellowship and we are filled with the Holy Spirit and obedient to the word of God, our sin nature will be rendered inoperable. It will not be able to operate any at all. It cannot operate. So we have to live by being filled with the spirit of God. Being obedient to the word of God. That the sin nature will die. This is how we crucify the flesh. We often hear about crucifying the flesh. The aim of harnessing the power of God. In terms of living the life. In terms of not being laid back. And being more dedicated to the word. In the case of stop being carnal. In the case of being fully controlled by the Holy Spirit. Now these four together gives you the nail. That spiritual nail in which we can use to crucify the flesh. You just need a nail. You are the one that will produce that nail. The word of God tells us in the Old Testament that the word is like a hammer. So if you have the nail, the hammer is already there. The hand of God will now take charge and crucify the the flesh. We have seen even as we are preparing for uh, the Easter period. We're going to be seeing repeated instances where persons are going to want to enact all over the life, the death, and the resurrection of Christ. We're going to see persons actually be nailed to the cross. With a move like that, it will remind us, yes, the Savior came, but that's not sufficient for man to be redeemed. Man become redeemable when he believes in the work. But after the work, we must harness the power of God to crucify the flesh. So there are four components that makes that nail. And those are very big nails, not like little nails that we have today. These were nails that were used to crucify the flesh. In other words, to kill the flesh nature. And once that is done, we will see the move of God. So the Spirit of God is actually saying to us tonight that we must crucify the flesh first john 1 9 says god is faithful and he is reliable if we confess our sins and the confession of sin is what stirs the indwelling of the holy spirit confessing once in nature it stirs and stimulates the infilling of the holy spirit and you don't need a long lengthy half hour type of prayer all you need to do is by faith simply say a few lines lord I have fallen short of your glory. I have been telling lies. I have been practicing carnal practices with my sin nature. And I ask for your forgiveness. Bring healing and restoration to my soul. And that's basically it. Once that is done, the Holy Spirit comes and he starts that regenerative work. In 1 John 9, it further tells us, if we confess our sins, he forgives us. And he will also cleanse us. So two things. He forgives, then he cleanses. He will not cleanse and then forgive. He forgives because of your confession that is made. The confession that is made from the lips. He forgives and he cleanses us from everything that we have done wrong. Everything that we have done wrong. So the word of God sets the foundation. Another thing we need to bear in mind from Romans 6 verse 6. We know that the person we used to be was crucified with him to put an end to sin. our bodies because of this we are no longer slaves to sin because of this we are no longer slaves to sin so if tonight you feel like a slave to sin if tonight you feel as if you're entangled again in the yoke of bondage it's because you have not gotten the revelation of romans 6 verse 6 you have not gotten a revelation of 1 john 1 9 so it is saying once you have been crucified with christ Because once you become a part of the body by being baptized in the body, the sin nature goes as we take time to harness the power. And it ensures that we are no longer a slave to any form of sin that you can think about. So we have come to the end of the session tonight. And we are really happy that we have now learned about how to harness the power, the four components that makes up this. And when we look on the four components, it actually forms that nail that needs to be used in crucifying the sin nature that we have.
0: Thanks for joining us on today's edition of The Time for Intercession is now. Brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International and our kind sponsors. AJ's Wholesale and Supermarket, Credence Global Logistics, Chen Ashar Holdings, Neymar's Pharmacy, Remla Productions, Proclaim Ministries International offers basic discipleship training in strategic intercession and warfare. Our office is located at Shop 12, Block A, AJ's Complex, 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. For your intercessory queries, please call 876-615-5801 or WhatsApp us at 876-854-4594 or email us at ProclaimMinistriesintl at gmail.com. Join us every Sunday at 5 p.m. on Gospel JA for our radio program, The Time for Intercession is Now.
1: Jamaica, the time for intercession is now. Join us this and every Sunday at 5 p.m. right here on Gospel JAFM to learn biblical principles for strategic intercession and warfare. Come, let's pray about the issues affecting Jamaica land we love. Tune in this and every Sunday at 5 p.m. right here on Gospel JAFM for the time for intercession is now. Brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International.